0: This is Crime Connections, and we're your hosts. I'm Jackie. And I'm Leah. 28 years ago, Jody Hoosentru didn't show up to work, and to this day, she has never been found. On Tuesday, June 27, 1995, Jody Hoosentru was scheduled to start her shift for the morning show at KIMT-TV in Mason City, Iowa. And she was supposed to start around 3.50 a.m., However, when she did not arrive at the studio at her scheduled time, Amy Coons, I think is how you pronounce that yeah. last name, the show producer called Jody's house phone at approximately 4 a.m. obviously to see where she was. So Jody answered the phone wearily having been awakened from her sleep and Jody had overslept, missing her alarm. So, Jody began getting ready as they talked on the phone. She assured Amy that she would rush to reach the station to produce and anchor the 6 a.m. news. Oh, so she's a news anchor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I do think that's pretty cool. Uh, the KIMT TV station was about a mile drive from her apartment. So, even if she was running late, she should still be mm-hmm. able to make it. So, at around 5 a.m., Amy tried to reach her again, but she didn't answer. Ultimately, Amy had to anchor the 6 a.m. news news. Cast since Jody had not shown up for work mm-hmm. which was a huge concern it is known in the broadcast world no matter where you work you don't miss your airtime yeah. if you get airtime that's a big deal in the first place and you don't miss it mm-hmm. so Jody was known to be late multiple times uh, not like you know the same week but she just had been late yeah. a lot but she had never once missed a day of airtime yeah. so everyone was kind of concerned on where she was even though she was woken up in late, it should have only taken her a few minutes to get to work, which like I said happened often according to Amy.
1: Well, that's really early. I mean, I know mm-hmm. you have to be disciplined. You have a big kid job, all of that, but still 3:50 a.m. is early.
0: Early. Yes. I I agree. So, after the news was done at about 7:13 a.m., Amy asked a coworker to call the place to check on Jody. When an officer arrives about 7, 16 a.m., they discover some of her belongings, including a pair of woman's red dress shoes, a blow dryer, a bottle of hairspray, earrings, and her car key strewn in the parking lot around her car, which was a 91 Mazda Miata. So there are clear signs of a struggle. The ground showed signs of a drag mark suggesting she had been forcibly taken away while she was trying to enter the car. Police learned that neighbors from Jody's apartment complex heard a scream sometime around 4.30 a.m., but obviously they did not investigate that scream. They just kind of, like, ignored it and went back to sleep. Now, I will say, when I was doing research on this case, with in regards to her key, some articles wrote that the key was on the ground. Some articles wrote that the key was in the car bent. But I found crime scene photos, mm-hmm. and I, it shows the car key, and it is on the ground, and it is not bent. So I don't really know what they are talking about. Also, so she was basically taken pro- before she even really reached the car. She probably yeah. didn't even have a chance to get into the In car. In the car, yeah.
1: Oh, that's so scary.
0: So, because I originally wrote that the car was bent because a lot of articles say that mm-hmm. it's bent. But when you look at the photo, it's definitely not bent. You can it's just look, It's very flat on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that came from. Her disappearance set off a massive investigation. Volunteers joining in the search with the local police, the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation, and the FBI agents. FBI got involved almost immediately, which makes me think, because I looked into this, typically the FBI will only be involved in a local law enforcement investigation or prosecution when an alleged offense falls under, obviously, federal jurisdiction, Mm -hmm. or when a crime is committed on federal property Or when the local police enforcement agencies request them. Yeah. So, obviously, murder is a federal law, but they are not suspecting she's murdered. She's just missing. So, obviously, a missing case isn't federal law from what I've looked Mm -hmm. up. No. And so, they had to have asked for assistance immediately for them to join practically the day of her missing so then on Wednesday, June 28th, agents from Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation and the FBI join local officials in the search operation. So That's they officially really join in. That's literally the next day. Yeah, the next day. I mean, good for them. Mm-hmm. Obviously for
1: thinking this, this to is be a smaller like, town,
0: so I'm thinking yeah. they were wonder they were like, We this is over our head, we need Well
1: help. and she's I mean she's a news anchor, so mm-hmm. she's pretty prominent in the yes. community. So they were yep. probably like,
0: This is not we're not equipped for this. Exactly. Let's get somebody on it. Exactly. So then on Tuesday and Wednesday about twenty officers mm-hmm. in just to clarify, she went missing on Tuesday. So then mm-hmm. on Tuesday and Wednesday, about 20 officers and several trained dogs searched a half-mile area around Jody's apartment and along the bank of the rain-swollen Winnebago River. And okay. they clearly, when you read that, obviously it's a lot of rain happened recently. Mm-hmm. So the river where it normally was, was very... That was high up. well like kind of like yeah. how the mommy River can get exactly yeah. yes Mommy River is wild sometimes it's so low you can literally walk across it and other times it's so high good luck yep <laughs> so then the Mason City Police chief Jack Schleiper sorry if I'm mispronouncing that that's kind of an odd last name said that their work has turned up few clues and said investigators have no evidence pointing them to Jody's whereabouts he said Thursday that her disappearance is still being treated as a missing person case not an abduction. I guess I don't fully understand why you wouldn't consider
1: it an abduction when there was a clear sign of a struggle. I mean, and she was drag marks abducted. And, yes, I agree. That's more than missing. Like she didn't just not show up for work. Like exactly, I, I agree. And I, I don't think that's I, not like a tomato tomato thing. Like <laughs> I think he was
0: just nervous to say it was an abduction because he was an, I think they were probably nervous to cause fear in the community. I don't know but at but the same that's, time. That's the
1: kind of fear though, like as a woman. To. Yes. If I were living alone, mm-hmm. that is the kind of fear. I mean, and clearly whoever abducted her knew that cuz again, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. really early. You had to have so known they, her they schedule. So they they had to have known her schedule. Yeah. And that's cause for a
0: little bit of concern and fear. 100%. Yeah. Because they know their they know her schedule to the point They had to have seen her before or, like, followed her to some extent Mm -hmm. or something. Yes. Yeah. So he was quoted saying, we have nothing to believe she's in Mason City. We have nothing to believe she's in Iowa or Mason City or anywhere in the area. Nor do we have anything to believe she's outside of this area. Which, like, is the weirdest quote ever. That's (laughs) you, AKA he's saying he has no idea where she is. Yeah. Like, no That's just a
1: fancy way of trying to say we don't know where she's at she could literally be anywhere exactly we have nothing to go off of sorry when i read
0: that i'm like this is the weirdest i would not want to be quoted saying that no i would have just rather said nothing yes or saying unfortunately at this moment we have no idea where she is you sound a lot more intelligent just saying that than, yeah it's so strange so, the officers recovered a strand of hair and partial palm print from her car, but it was unclear if these were ever matched with anyone, as there was no update from the investigation agencies, which clearly, if they're willing to mention it, it's clearly not, it's not hers. hers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they don't know whose it is. Unless it was a lot of her hair, as if, like, it was pulled out. Oh, yeah, like if they pulled it, yeah. Which, clearly, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a strand of hair, so... Obviously it had to have been someone else's. Mm-hmm. Now from what I researched it seems like an unknown person's hair was found clearly and I don't know if they put it in the system or if they're just like oh it's not hers. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. So investigators suspected foul play in her disappearance but they were not able to find substantial clues on who it is, if there's more than one person or anything in regards to that. They were very hesitant to even say that they suspected foul play. Which I don't know and I don't really understand because obviously it's foul play. You think she's throwing her crap all over the place? Yeah. Dragging her body on the ground and then piecing it? Like, yeah, like
1: this isn't some type of hoax. Like a a woman was abducted mm-hmm. from the parking lot of her home.
0: Yeah. It's it's I very know it's weird. a small
1: town and you don't want to like elicit fear and all of that, but Come on, wakey
0: wakey! Yeah, wakey. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like what is going on? Yeah, it's it's really strange. so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And on Thursday, June 29th, a reward totaling nearly 10,000 has been offered for information in Jody's case, which is pretty quick in a lot two of two days. Money. Yeah. So Jack, the police chief, said that investigators have interviewed more than a hundred people in the case and have narrowed the list of those that they want to question again to less than 12 people. Some are from outside of Mason City and some are from within Mason City, obviously. So, however, he said that none of these people are considered suspects as of right now, though. Which so, is a lot of interviews. How they thoroughly just think that they you... have
1: information, but they're not suspects.
0: Yeah. And, and that they might know
1: the suspect.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, well, 100 people That's in a that many days. In two days? Like 48 hours. Yeah. It's I don't know. Uh, I question that, because how did you have time to thoroughly investigate, or not investigate, but question 100 people? I just feel like it would take longer than that, but I'm not a cop, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, if it's a smaller city, maybe they don't have a lot of crime. I mean, like, for example, like, Rossford or Perrysburg, those are smaller not a ton of crime happened, so if something like this happened, it might be like all hands on deck. So maybe they yeah. had almost everyone well, canvassing and interviewing. Yeah. yeah, they
0: have a lot of people, so I guess so. Maybe I guess I can accept that answer. <laughs> <laughs> You'll allow. Uh, so then on Friday, June 30th, it was announced that Jody's neighbor, John Vansis, Vanis, I would say Vansis or Vansize, Vansize, John Vansize, I'm not very sure, but. It, if you ever look this case up, you'll see his name quite often.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's to be believed that he was the last person to have seen Jody before her disappearance. She was supposedly at John's house watching a video that he had taken on her birthday at around 8.30 p.m. the night before her disappearance. Now, I will say it was kind of odd because during the investigation, the initial investigation of the day she went missing, John had come out of his apartment and was like, I was the last one who saw her. And everyone thought that was very strange. But yeah, like, me, how do you know you're the last one? I don't think that's well, that strange. No, though, because I guess you not. you'd be nervous. Like, you see all these cops. You hear that she's gone missing, that she was well, dragged. I would be nervous. And I would run out a, there and
1: say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously they had a friendship. Because you took a video of her on her birthday. Mm-hmm. She wanted to come over and watch it. So I think I'd be the same way. I'd be like, hey, I think I might have been one of the last people to see her. Because when she left my apartment, she went home. And then, yeah. I know she wakes up early for mm-hmm. work. I don't think anyone else saw her. I, I can see that. I yeah. can see why he'd come out. And yeah. I would look at that as trying to be more helpful than, than suspicious. Yeah. But everyone is suspicious
0: of everyone, so I get it. But at the same time, yeah. like I would have done the exact same thing.
1: But there are, uh, there are cases, too, though, where... Uh, and obviously, the case escapes me right now, but where... A woman was found murdered and her murderer was on the camera and saying like oh I was her friend yes I oh live by her and then when they announced that they found her body you can see his whole demeanor change he's like what they found the body and he was the one that had killed her so I can see why they might be like
0: concerned or yeah. questioning motives yes. but- yeah yeah so then, more than 800 interviews and leads have been checked out so far during the investigation, which has caught national attention at this point. Mm-hmm. Mike Helverson, the captain of Mason City Police. Now, I don't know the breakdown of police ranks.
1: It goes chief, usually chief of police. Then there's captain. Okay, and sometimes I've never there's even one or two of captain. When yeah, you're saying
0: this, I'm like, and then it goes
1: Who is that? captain, then lieutenant, then sergeant, and then just like police officers. Okay. so
0: Thank you. Because when I was reading that, I was like, Captain, what is that? Right I below even, the chief. I feel it's, like, it's almost like the chief's right-hand men, kind of. Wait, okay. I was, yeah, I was wondering that, which I think is weird because I've literally never heard of someone else being considered, mm-hmm. labeled as captain or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. in the news or anything. It's yeah. always like the police of chief or um, the chief of police or the investigator yeah. or you know whatever yeah i think it's mostly
1: because mostly the chief is the one that will come out and do like press releases or um kind of take charge of like a case so even if the captains lieutenants, sergeants or police officers are aiding on a case it's usually the chief that comes out and talks about all of it okay but yeah yeah, maybe for something like this though they had like we said more hands on deck Mm -hmm. and more people and because
0: it's a smaller town they probably only have Yeah, so many people. But yeah, okay, thank you, because I was reading that. I'm like, Captain, I've never (laughs) even heard of that. Mike, the captain of Mason City Police, said that he expects about 100 more leads and tips to be investigated, which is quite a bit, obviously. Like, to begin with, that's like 900 leads that they've had, which is a lot. And unfortunately, in my opinion, it seems like these are just... The local people, they saw anything and everything and they reported it, mm-hmm. no matter if it's related or not. And unfortunately they are obviously taking this as serious as they can. Yeah. And they have to follow up, which is a double edged sword because yes, it's good they're following up, but then at the same time it's terrible because they're being led away from things that actually are important.
1: Yeah, you and know. I can see that but then, too, you don't want to be that person that doesn't follow that one tip and then find out that that one tip could have led to this, this, this like you this, said, yeah. double-edged sword. Yeah. You have to follow every tip. You don't want to because sometimes it just leads you to a dead end. But then it's like, well, if we wouldn't have done it.
0: Who knows what yeah. would happen? Yeah, I know that's the worst part because mm-hmm. it's like a lot of these are probably nothing even related. But they have to follow up because if they don't and something were to lead them, then that goes against them as well, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So then at this point the reward fund, which now is totaling up to twenty six thousand has been established through the Cerro Gordo County Crime Stoppers. So just AK, it's now officially in a bank account through yeah. Crime Stoppers. So now it's not just willy nilly like, oh, here's ten grand sort mm-hmm. of thing. But twenty six that's a lot. That's a lot of money. hmm And that's just for information to lead to her um, to find her. Yes. So And so then on Sunday, July 2nd... So we're now... How many days out? Almost a week. Yeah, so about a week out, investigators used helicopters to search the Mason City and an area southwest of the city. But nothing was found of that or Mm -hmm. reported on that. So then on Thursday, July 6th, a Mason City martial arts instructor came forward and said that Jody attended a self-defense course that he had taught in March. His name is Sunny, and he said that Jody told him that she had an incident a few months back that she wasn't comfortable with aka which is why she took the class see i was wondering that because as a news anchor and
1: she's beautiful Mm kind of have to have like that appearance yes and i wondered if
0: anything's suspicious. yeah like if there had been men that maybe were taking her uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then also adding on to that is later on Amy Kuhn, the station director, director mm-hmm. came forward and had an interview with—I don't—it wasn't with the police, but it was with. Okay, so there is a website for it's findjody.com, mm-hmm. and the news anchors that worked with her when she went missing mm-hmm. created this huge website and has this has a million resources on her disappearance and interviews and blah blah, blah that they all conducted and they pay for and blah blah blah. Okay, which is really cool. Um, but she had an interview with them and she mentioned in the interview that she mentions the incident. Jody had talked to her about it as well. So then the news anchor asked Amy, Police say Jody went to them about being stalked and a white truck was mentioned. Did you ever know anything about someone stalking her? Did she ever tell you? Amy then responds with, She mentioned that she thought she was followed once while she was rollerblading but it never happened again and she wasn't worried about it it just creeped her out a bit this is the first time i've heard mention of a white truck so jody had reported to police around nine months prior to her disappearance that she believed she was being stalked by a man in a white truck while jockeying and so that's one instance and then amy mentions while she was rollerblading rollerblading. she also felt like someone was stalking her so that's at least two that are publicly documented that she was being followed Which, to me, clearly, she, one, didn't take it seriously. Well, she took a self-defense class. Yeah, I feel like maybe she didn't take it seriously, but the police didn't take it seriously. I would...
1: Probably I would lean guess more
0: towards, like, the police didn't take it seriously
1: mm-hmm. because nothing really came of it. Mm-hmm. And to them, I mean, especially kind of, like, back in the 90s, they're probably like, okay, like, you think you're being stalked. Mm-hmm. You're not. Well, and also,
0: even to this day, though, stalking is not, it's not really mm-mm. taken seriously. It no. has to be to the point they're practically killing you for, yeah. you, for the police to take it seriously, yeah. uh, unfortunately. So, I mean, obviously something was going on, but she kind of just blew it off and when she talked about it and so i mean that could have been the suspect i don't know Mm -hmm. so then on thursday august 3rd jack the police chief says more ground searches in mason city area have yielded no new leads so he's just coming forward kind of reconfirming yes we're still looking into this we're still doing work but unfortunately nothing's happening so then on Saturday, August 12th, John Lang, a special agent with the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation, says it seems clear the culprit was watching Jody and knew her behavior patterns. There was a few reports of finding a spot behind a bush with a lot of beer cans lined up as if someone mm, was sitting there is, hiding out for long periods of time. That is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't completely confirm that is 100% true just because I do found a few reports on it but no I I believe it's hard to like I didn't I didn't have find a cop quoting that or something you know what I mean? no but
1: I can totally but it's like we said though they had to have known her patterns Mm -hmm. they had to have known her schedule like what car and everything else so I believe it I 100% believe there was probably evidence of somebody like watching her
0: so I also do want to mention with that being said The beer can brand was supposedly the one that John was known to drink. John the neighbor. Mm. And people were connecting that. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I saw quite a few people saying that. Come on, John. You're supposed to be a good guy. (laughs) So there's, you know, that little tidbit as well. Doug Murbach, the KIMT news director, says the station has not hired a replacement for Jody and has officially... Listed her as on leave because a lot of people were. That's hounding of, the news yeah. station, wondering like, did you hire someone? Are you treating this like she already died? You know, it kind of. That's were being hard too, though. It. That's hard because they're supposed. I mean, they have to report the news, mm-hmm. and I understand
1: that she's part of the news, but they also have to report other news. Yes. And to constantly be
0: scrutinized for any little thing you're doing. Little thing you're yeah. doing. Yeah, that's gotta be hard. Which I mean, honestly, they should have put list her as leave and then hired someone else and then just offered yeah. her job back if she comes back sort of yeah think, is kind of what i would have expected but i don't know if they did that but they came forward and said that so then moving forward on sunday august 27th so this is two months after she went missing yes okay. about 250 people attended a candlelit vigil for jody at mason city swimming pool business throughout the city continued to display yellow ribbons and find jody signs so there were People were wearing yellow Mm -hmm. ribbons to, you know, show support for Jody and wanting her to come home and that sort of thing. On Friday, September 8th, Jody's family from Minnesota announced that they have officially hired a private investigator. They clearly were not feeling like things were being done fast enough, and obviously time is everything in any case, period, and it's now been quite some time since she had gone missing. The Mason City Police continue to investigate leads and rumors. The reward fund at Mason City... Bank has grown to thirty thousand, which is pretty big. Still
1: a lot of money.
0: Mm Mhm. So then on Saturday, September twenty third, Jody's case is featured on national television show, The America's Most Wanted, which generated another sixty tips. Which kind of confuses me because where are these sixty tips coming from? Like random people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like across? I mean, I guess that's probably when her case
1: became more national because before that not a lot of
0: people probably heard of it but yeah. now
1: she's on like the big stage america's mm-hmm. most wanted
0: which i don't know if that's good or bad honestly like getting random like someone in michigan or someone in california oh i i this is it. like you know yeah I know. well i mean if they don't have really anything else to go off of at it's least better it's better than nothing new leads. yeah yeah so then on Friday, November 10th, police say a man questioned about Jody's disappearance has been charged with stalking a television anchor woman in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. But Mason City police say that the man is not considered a suspect in Jody's case, aka, they don't have enough evidence or indication on he was stalking her. Now, the fact that they mention that and say that it's stalking a television anger woman and then that she reported at least two times saying that she was being followed mm-hmm. makes me kind of really question that, but yeah. it, clearly they didn't have evidence to move forward. On Wednesday, December 27th, the six month anniversary of Jodie's disappearance passes with no new leads. KIMT staff members continue to fill in for her and they still have not hired someone. The reward fund now has reached 234000 well,
1: it's good that it keeps going up, trying to encourage people, like, hey, what is
0: But unfortunately, it's not good enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then on Sunday, February 18th of 1996, so now we are into the new year, Jody's Case was featured on NBC TV program Unsolved Mysteries, which I'm sure we've all seen at least yes. once or twice, and unfortunately, that did not bring any... Promising leads. It brought in a lot of new yeah. leads, but it brought in, like Jack from the police department announced the show generated 186 calls and 97 new tips for investigators. All those 97 tips did not bring anything oh, that in. That is so unfortunately. disheartening. So then on Saturday, May 4th, Jody's family rounds up about 100 people in a new search. The volunteers leave flags to mark anything that appears suspicious in the northeast Cerro Gordo, Cerro Gordo County countryside the next day the local police then went out and checked all those areas and collected any evidence that they could
1: mm-hmm.
0: but unfortunately found nothing so then on June 27th Jody has been missing for exactly one year and no one has been arrested and her body still has never been found now unfortunately there is nothing else she is gone without a trace that it's is it So that's all there is on this sad. case and with her being so well known I'm honestly shocked and it's so sad because without a body you don't know where you don't know you don't have anything no but if she was being stalked or she was being watched
1: whoever <clears throat> took her they planned they plotted they probably mm-hmm. had everything down to like the final detail figured out and that's scary and sad as that is i'm not super shocked that like nothing's been found yeah because whoever this person was they knew what they were doing
0: mhm clearly so sad yes and i just i don't know i can't imagine what her family went through even the community like her friends and things just kno- yeah. knowing that she went missing and there's nothing
1: yeah and even what they're still going through knowing that the odds of her being
0: found probably are slim zero. to none. Yeah, yeah slim to none yeah jody grew up in long prairie and was a reporter and morning anchor at the nearby alexandria television station before moving to mason city the year before she went missing her friends were quoted saying that Jody was an upbeat, friendly, outgoing, very lovely person. She was known to always be the light in the room and to, you know, bring people up. And yeah. The, like that outgoing, happy, yes. bubbly. Kind yes. of what you would expect a news anchor to be. To be, yeah. exactly, yes. Uh, she was a very avid golfer. She was on the golfing team in high school. She won the state champion two times in, in a row. Uh, she graduated from Long Prairie High School and later from St. Cloud. State University. She worked at the TV station in Cedar Rapids, Iowa from February of 91 to April of 92, and then she went to Alexanders KSAX TV until November of 93. And then that's when she moved to Mason City and became the news anchor at KINT. Jody still loved to golf and spend time with her friends. She was single but actively dating. Uh Jody is described to as being a 27-year-old Caucasian woman with blonde hair, brown eyes. Who was about 5'4", 5'5", and weighed about 110 pounds at the time of her disappearance. Jody would be 55 this year, and unfortunately
1: is still missing. That's just, I mean, the being single and actively dating, too, it kind of, that part two kind of stinks because it could have been somebody that she made an dance. Yeah, yeah, and she was just like not feeling it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's and. Really hard from what her friends were describing she would date casually mm-hmm. you know here because she was busy obviously she was yeah a and she was young and she thought it was you know she was more of like a for fun thing she wasn't really mm-hmm. looking to settle down and obviously in the 90s that's like more of a bigger deal than it is now yeah. so more power to you but like you said unfortunately maybe something happened with that like she denied someone and they didn't take it very well And I don't know, I didn't read anything of them even questioning, but with the amount of people they did question, I'm assuming some of them were people that she had gone on dates with and things like that. So Jodi was legally declared dead in May of 2001. And then in June of 2008, a copy of Jodi's personal journal was sent anonymously to a Mason City Globe Gazette reporter. The journal contained more than 80 pages where Jodi had spelled out her personal goals and just personal thoughts and things like that. Now, it later came out that it was actually one of the police wives that uh-huh. released it because that police officer brought the journal home when he was not supposed to or copies of it home. Oh. And then she released it because nothing was being done and she wanted she it. Like, well, she thought that would like snaps progress to it. her. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it didn't, though. It like, didn't really help.
1: Well, um, but bless her heart for thinking like <laughs> maybe it would do something.
0: Yeah, really. Um, According to the police chief. Stearns, which this is current day. Like, okay. I read this in a newer article within like the last two years. Mm-hmm. Chief Stearns said to this day John is still a person of interest. The neighbor, right? Yes. Oh, oh. Which to me is like a big deal because in the back, back in the day they weren't announcing him as a suspect. They kept repeatedly saying we don't have any suspects, we don't have any person of interest, like we have nothing pretty much. But then he randomly says this. 20 some years later and I thought that was a big statement and also kind of crappy like you don't even have enough evidence to Yeah, like arrest him and you're going to an just person announce of that. Interest, yeah. Like what are you you're trying to ruin his life in my opinion. I mean, they must have
1: enough to say he's a person of interest cuz you can't just come out and say that you're that somebody's a person of interest cuz that could be defamation.
0: So like what that. I, person, I honestly feel like it is though because you aren't you don't have the evidence to arrest him, but then you have the, uh, supposedly enough evidence to announce that publicly. I think but maybe it's, maybe it's to like
1: put pressure. I mean, you might not have enough evidence to arrest him, but they couldn't. They can say like we have enough to. That he's a person of interest because of this, this, and this. Yeah,
0: but then what? What do you have then? At least announce the evidence. Yeah, of, that's true. At least announce what you have. So it's like justifiable. Yeah. Because to me, that's not that's not acceptable yeah. to me because. If you are not willing to bring out the evidence you have against him to say that, then you shouldn't have said it. Because that's someone's life. Yeah. And what if he didn't do it?
1: Well, but again, like, going back to the email hall, the case, that's a lot like the teacher that everyone thinks did did it. it. Yeah. And, I mean, he can't go after anyone for defamation because they have enough – they don't have enough evidence to arrest him. But they released the evidence. That's true. They that's did the release really the evidence they because did. we know
0: why. In from what evidence they have, yeah, I would agree with
1: their statement. like really all they're saying is like, oh, maybe he had the same he liked the same beer yeah. as the cans found. Yeah, which I mean, so beer that's is beer. Not, is yeah, it just cheap not, beer? Is that why? Yeah. I mean,
0: who else drinks it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some questions I have is: Was it a coworker? Did someone hire to kill her to get her out of the way? Were they jealous? Because. A lot of people, when Amy came forward and had that interview with the news anchors for Mm -hmm. the website, sounded very jealous. She sounded like she did not like her. She was also talking bad about her. She was mentioning something along the lines that she was a really big partier. She wasn't a good worker. She always was falling asleep. She was Uh doing this. She was doing drugs. Jeez, Amy. Like, she kind of dogged her, man. And to me... She's
1: dead. You say yeah. she's a bad
0: worker. What does that well, get
1: you? and it is kind of like alarming because she's the last one that's known to have spoken yes. with Jody. Yes, and no one else had. So exactly. how do you? How do we know though that she actually spoke to her? Mm-hmm. And like, do
0: they confirm that phone call? Well, well, and it wonder. is a little.
1: I guess to me, the one thing that did kind of make me raise my eyebrows a little bit was when. Amy still, or not Amy, I'm sorry, Jody still hadn't shown up to work. Mm-hmm. And Amy's first reaction was, well, I'm going to call the police and see if they'll go check on her. Why aren't you sending someone from the police station to go check on her? Why aren't you telling someone like, hey, we've got a break. We're done doing the news. Can you go to Amy, uh, Jody's house, which is only a mile away, and just yeah. see if everything's okay with her? Yeah. But her instinct was to call the police. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, just got, I thought that was a little... That like, is wow. Weird. That's yeah. really fast to call the police. You think something bad happened?
0: Yeah, and I honestly didn't see a lot of people questioning that. I question it because I yeah, she's been gone for some years. But something I, I didn't really see while researching this, even in web sleuths and stuff, mm-hmm. no one was really questioning that. And to me, you come forward, and it was years later. It was yeah. the interview was more recent than c- compared to like it being closer to her disappearing mm-hmm. or being taken. So it was in the recent, let's, let's say 10 years, she is dogging her, yeah, talking like all is, this bad stuff about her. And I'm like, dude, she's been gone for years. You weren't really that close with her. She even says it in thing. I wasn't really that close. It was more of a work relationship. Yeah. She's talking bad about her, saying she's a bad worker, saying she's doing drugs, all this stuff. That is For really what harsh. reason do you need to say all of that? Yeah,
1: because I mean... She's, she's gone. Yeah, she's probably not going to be found alive. And you're kind of coming out and saying all these really harsh things. Yeah. Yeah, that would make me raise some eyebrows. Yeah, it made why me are question. You, I was like, why That's are you being so
0: very mean? Very weird. Because I'm telling you right now, I, I wouldn't be talking to her for no reason. Like, Mm-mm. geez. So I thought that was a little weird. I think it's crazy that her body has never been found. I, I think it's crazy when people's bodies, period, are never found. Yeah, that I is. understand there's a lot of uninhabited land. Yeah, but it just—it's still wild. Like, dude, your body just—when a body is not found,
1: it just goes to show you how easy it must be to dispose of a body, Mm -hmm. and that's scary. Mm -hmm. For it to never. Granted, nowadays
0: I think it's a heck of a lot harder with all the phones, Apple watches, ring cameras, like all the cameras. Period. Yeah, but But it still happens. Still, yeah. Unfortunately, it still happens. So, the main person of interest that I kept seeing was John, her Mm -hmm. neighbor. Some people were saying that he is. the creepy older man. He was a little older than her, but from the way he described it, their relationship was very much a friendly relationship. More so, he looked at her like a daughter he never had, sort of thing. Um, he treated her like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are taking it as a creepy old man relationship. Um, they are saying a lot of times that he advanced and she denied and he didn't like that answer. So he like, couldn't handle that rejection. Yeah, from- and... Of course, there could be truth to that. I don't really know. I think it's pretty ballsy to accuse someone of murder when you really have nothing to go on or you don't really know this John character. Like, you're well, like, just what assuming. kind of
1: car did John have? Because apparently, you know, someone in a white van a couple of times was following her.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't not a white van. It was not a white vehicle. I don't know what it was, but... I, they yeah. would have mentioned it. Someone would have mentioned it, period, if he yeah. had a white van or a white vehicle to begin with. Well, and, there
1: were, and there's nothing. There were drag... They said that there were drag marks. I don't know. I just... I find it really hard to believe that it's the neighbor. I feel I feel like agree. that one's just so easy to fall back on. Yes. But I don't think that that's the case here. Well, and
0: it's really easy to get caught up in what everyone is telling you to believe. Yeah. Like, being on the news... Mm-hmm. The news is really good and really bad at the same time yeah they can really convince you of a scenario Mm of a not a scenario well they can make
1: you second guess what you already know I mean Mm -hmm. you can be looking at something and seeing clearly that it's orange and they can be explaining to you how it's not orange it's blue and then you're questioning And you're starting to question well maybe it's not it's like that whole freaking dress thing. Like, is yes. it is it gold and white or is it whatever other color? Blue
0: and silver. Yeah, whatever, and yeah. it just
1: makes you second guess a lot mm-hmm. of things. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, the news they're really they can be really good, but it can also be really bad.
0: Yeah, they can make you believe this narrative that's not there, mm-hmm. and it's just like when you're back in high school when someone starts a rumor and nine out of ten times that rumor is not yeah, true so fabricated but you take it as fact you yeah. know like i remember this is such a stupid example but i remember when i was in high school everyone was saying that sierra do you remember the singer yes. RB b singer or yes. whatever, sierra yeah everyone was saying she was born a man and then she has surgery and she's not a woman oh i can tell you how many i can tell you practically the whole school believed it and I don't think there's a lick of truth to that, and I don't know why someone started that rumor. And it was the most random and weirdest thing, but people believe it. But people believe that, yeah. They don't even do the research. They don't even look it up. They just believe it. So it is so easy mm-hmm. to change people's mind and be like, "Yeah, that that makes sense. That's true." So I just think you're taking something very small, as in a relationship mm-hmm. that probably was barely a relationship. It was probably a neighbor relationship that they sometimes would talk more than a few sentences sort of thing. And they blew it up. And now John is like a suspect in a murder that he probably didn't commit. Now, I don't want to say he didn't commit it because what never freaking know. know, Yes. But but I feel like it's very unlikely. Yeah. John very well could have done, done it, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think like you said, it's easy to fall back on that. Now, just because Jodi was an attractive younger woman, mm-hmm. it does not mean that everyone Everybody wanted to me. date her. Yes. Okay, like, I think that is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, anyone can be attractive, but it doesn't mean That's that people I mean. are seeking them constantly. Yes.
1: That's, and they're going to, like, do harm to them if they reject their advances. Yeah, just it's don't, like, yeah. geez louise. Like, you can be nice to an attractive man or attractive woman and not want to, to date be them. with them. Yes.
0: 100% agree. The local police did not collect anything from John that I could find. They did honestly should have checked his apartment for any evidence, and I, I don't think they did. I think his car should have been checked, but I mm-hmm. don't think it was. I don't think, I actually know it wasn't until later on. And I mean later on is in 2020. Oh, come on. I think it was 2020. I th- I'm almost positive. but I, Don't quote me on that, but I am almost positive he was not like checked. Years. No, okay, no, it wasn't 2020. It was 2017 his later or later was then or it's coming up <laughs> it wasn't until 2017 that his car was checked that's still two decades after she oh it's, it's not even worth it at that point oh my you should have just not even given up i honestly think the department was hoping so badly that she had just disappeared and that it was all a misunderstanding and that's why they continuously mentioned i don't that it wasn't an, ab- an abduction yeah. until like way later so I, I don't think just that delicious. they were
1: I don't think they were equipped to handle the situation and mm-hmm. I think even after the FBI and other authorities got involved my opinion is they probably already compromised the scene mm-hmm. the crime scene mm-hmm. so badly at that point that even with the FBI coming in it's probably was not
0: much for them to do anything yeah with. yeah so in regards to John again and this is kind of my last like spiel about him there is no legal evidence that mm-hmm. proves it was him from what has been released, so I don't want to point any fingers at him and claim that he had done anything, because like we said, it's very easy to point the finger at him, it's like convenient, and I just think it's unnecessary, and like I said, in 2017, the Mason City Police issued a search warrant for two of John John's vehicles, and to this day, the warrant remains sealed, which I think is kind of weird, which also is conflicting because they clearly had something to go on to get that warrant but it's never been released and it is a sealed like you cannot request it Mm -hmm. even if you want to look at it which technically would be public knowledge and you can you should be able to request it but they sealed it so we can't that's 22 years later that they got the search warrant so they had evidence they had enough evidence to like get it but how did not bring anything forward yeah but how did you not have?
1: that amount of evidence back, back then. then yeah like what transpired over
0: two decades years yeah. yeah i don't know i just that doesn't it's confusing it's very mm-hmm. weird so a neighbor reported seeing a white ford van with lights on it and the engine was running in jody's parking lot around the same time that she was abducted the van was never positively id'd but i did find a picture of a a van they were saying it was mm-hmm. being circulated asking if anyone owned it. Yeah, Like, I have a picture of the cop holding it, but that's it. Nothing was nothing ever... From, yeah, nothing came from that. Private investigator Steve Ridge has been working independently on this case since the 90s and in, in 2023, aka okay, this year, he was interviewed and stated that new information including this finding, Ridge said that when Jody got her car in or sorry when jody got her red car which was the mazda miata mm-hmm. the transaction was a bit of arms length transaction which means a third party was involved so rich says that this could mean the person who gave jody the car could have been part of a gift and okay. was not the it was not the previous owner but it, she didn't technically own the car okay so she was like test testing it Driving. for a few weeks okay. or maybe someone was giving it to her they don't really have any confirmation because it's kind of like a unknown like it's just confusing and they can't really pinpoint that yeah. like this person owned it but they think that it was given to her as a gift and they okay. don't know who gave it to her though which is kind hmm. of weird because then That's they're going a back to like big gift. the stocking yeah like, was it a gift from a stalker and she just like obliviously Okay, I'll keep the car. Yeah, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. they kind of beat around the bush when they talked about it. Or was it a that's gift kind of from someone,
1: and then she kind of, like, declined their
0: advances, mm-hmm. so then, okay. Did something go bad from that? Yes. Yeah. Another big theory or accusation was the local law enforcement had something to do with it. Now, this is a big one, because John Cookier, I think is how you say his name, is a Republican party member who served in the Iowa House of Representatives from 2015 to 2017 made a public statement in 2016 that, I quote, the chief's mysterious reaction manifested through the mayor makes sense if the Mason City Police Department is mishandling this case. Indeed, I soon realized certain leads that were first filed in 2008 had been ignored for at least seven years before looked into, unquote. And he was on the state house public safety committee and he came forward and said that there's something going on that doesn't seem correct and no. they are not taking it they're mishandling it they're not they're That's covering like something
1: the up That's like the Keddie cabin murders it was very obvious when new people got involved that law enforcement did not handle it correctly and that they basically probably knew who did it and they're just like hey get out of here yes or we're going to have to question you and arrest you yes. for it but if you leave not much we can do So it does make
0: you wonder. Well, and I just think that's like, you're ending your career. you you coming forward and stating that the police department is shady and doing something incorrectly. Yeah, you're ending your career.
1: But, and too, you said previously that one of the police officer's wives released her journal. Yeah. And that they had taken it home. And that's not usually something that you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to
0: take evidence. No. No, Back to your house. No, because then it destroys the evidence. Like, there's yeah. literally no point in bringing that. And also, it gives the opportunity of someone, a civilian, being able to find it, yeah. aka his freaking wife. Yeah. In looking at that well, and she publicizing leaked it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm. terrible. I also was reading that one of the local detectives had Jody's license on his wall, like at his home, which is definitely mishandling totally evidence. That's mishandling it. It. And why does he have it? Like, for what reason? Mm -mm. And so some people were saying it was kind of like a reminder, like he maybe have killed her, and it was a reminder of like, oh, I get to look at it and like keep her license. and as like a souvenir. Yes, and that's a big speculation. I don't want to just like say a police officer killed her, but that's a lot of what was going on or being said. The Mason City paid $95,000 to a former officer, Maria Ohl, and she had to sign an NDA, and she was, like, fired, pretty much. And she was not even in regards to this case, okay? And she wasn't even on base. Like, she wasn't at the station when mm-hmm. this happened. So there is a lot of speculation of, like, what did she know? What was she going to say? Yeah, an NDA is a pretty
1: big deal because uh-huh. that means
0: that you knew
1: something. And you literally cannot And they're it. making sure that you aren't going to say anything at exactly. all. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Shady. Yeah.
0: And she went as far as to name law enforcement as killers before the NDA was signed, including the detective who kept Jody's license on his wall. Now, I could not find the name of that detective because it's um, in the NDA. It <laughs> probably, though, like it probably was leaked and then, like, taken down. Yeah. And so then quickly after she made all these accusations publicly, she then was paid this money, and that's when she signed the NDA. Which, to be frank, 95000 you sold out for 95000 Yeah, that's all that you got. Like, you... Well, it was probably that or be killed, honestly. Probably. So then in 2020, the billboard pleading for information about the disappearance of Jody was vandalized with graffiti. Um, it's still up, like, to this day. The private investigator, Steve stopped into the KWWL studio to look at the footage because they had footage of who vandalized it and he said that it was two people in dark clothing they were seen on surveillance footage parked behind a nearby tavern committing the crime and what they had done was it brought a ladder they moved the ladder along and wrote the letters Frank Stearns which was the former lieutenant of Mason City Department and then they replaced the ladder and in one swoop and wrote machine shed implying that perhaps maybe this was like a place to look for Jody's body. Oh, creepy. And I wonder now though, was that the cop that kept her license? I just like this. It's it could have been. Uh nothing came from this. It was just replaced and they, the whole machine shed thing, I don't know if they looked into that as a serious accusation or you know like a serious Mm -hmm. uh tip but just thought that was worthy of noting (laughs) well but they do always
1: say like small towns you know they're like that um like the good old boys club like Mm -hmm. everyone looks out for each other and they all have each other's backs and it's like an unwritten thing i mean i i 100 percent believe that small towns they all have each other's backs, and if something is committed or a crime's committed, they're like, Yeah.
0: Let's hide it. Yeah. And
1: don't do that again. Let's save this. I would blah, not blah, 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 be blah, surprised yeah. if one day it comes out that they had something to do with her disappear. Somebody did. And, William, you know,
0: what if she was dating one of the lieutenants and she ended up not liking him and, like, mm-hmm. something came from that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Unfortunately, really. For as big of a case and as much information, they're really... It's weird, because there's a lot of information, but there isn't at the same time. Yeah. And obviously, there's not enough for her to be found, or for the person to yeah. be convicted. Or if there is, it's being hidden. Yeah. Um, which kind of seems... And they could definitely... It would make, honestly, a lot of sense that they're pointing the finger at John to to kind of, like, get someone... Yeah. To take the fall for her disappearance. And he still to this day has been in the news a lot of times. He's been interviewed a lot of times. You know.
1: That poor guy. Trying to state really, his
0: innocence and that sort yeah, of thing.
1: I mean, I would absolutely, if one day it comes out that it was him, I would be very sad. Because he seems like he's just your friendly neighbor. And he's just being wrongfully. And she, he happens to be a male. And he's being wrongfully kind of accused of this. Yes. I will be so well, yeah, sad you if he did have something to do um, with it. But. But if he lives there, I guess my thing is, he lives there, and there wasn't a very big time frame between when she would have disappeared to when they had police come to her apartment. Mm-hmm. If he had to have taken her somewhere,
0: where it would have... Where could he have done that in three hours? Exactly. And what would he have done with her body in three hours? Exactly. To where it was never found again? Right. And there's no evidence that in three he hours. was... Yeah, Yeah, and if he came out two days later and he's like, well, I think I might have been the last
1: one to see her. and My guess is he came out before that and stated it, and then they released it to the public Mm -hmm. a couple days later. Yeah. But if he came out and said that, I think I might have been the last one to see her, they would have been kind of following him or keeping an eye on him. Mm -hmm. Right away. So if he, like, moved her and then went back to, I don't know, dispose of her body or visit her, whatever somebody would have known or would have suspected something at that point mm-hmm. so I, I there's not enough tying him no. to it at all no but it just it's so crazy to me that somebody was able to abduct her and dispose of her but not a trace of her is found mm-hmm. that's crazy. what scares me <laughs> yeah it's it's
0: it's honestly crazy i I just, yeah, it's like you couldn't have gotten away with taking her somewhere because she was pretty freaking well known yes, in the area. Like she yes. was a news anchor. Like I just, they, yeah, they have, to have done There's it quick. So many areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely lean more towards the police having something to do with it. Yeah. Admit, when unfortunately. You,
1: mm-hmm, like when you spread it all out, it does. I mean, the police or even, I mean, I don't want to like wrongfully accuse Amy her like co-worker but yeah, that also, seems, but that also seems just really I mean if I had a co-worker that went missing and even if I wasn't close with them and even if I thought mm-hmm. that their work ethic was just like not up to snuff and not good at all I can't see myself years later being like wow let me tell you about this girl. Literally. She was the worst. Literally, She though. might be dead, but let me tell you about her. She still sucked. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine what? doing that. Yeah. And then people... I, I don't know. Yeah. I just...
0: I don't know. It's very distasteful. Like, that's not like, the time to air your... You're not a good your, gr- person. Yeah. You <laughs> don't air
1: your grievances about somebody when they're missing and they're probably gone.
0: Yeah. Like, who does... It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Very, very strange. So, unfortunately, that is really all we have to go on like there is a lot about this case but like I said at the same time there's really nothing about this case like because there's clearly not enough Ryan
1: Schaefer case Mm -hmm. you could go on and on and on Mm about all the theories yeah
0: yeah so if you have any information about the disappearance of Jody, please contact the Mason City Police Department at 641-421-3636 or the Iowa Missing Persons Information Clearinghouse at 515-725-6036. You can also go to findjody.com and submit any tips anonymously that you may have, and they will then take it to the police for you if you're nervous for some reason. As always, we thank you for listening to Crime Connections. Like we said in our few last ones, we did create a Facebook page, if uh, for discussion of our cases. We would really encourage you to go follow or join the group, and then we can openly discuss and you know talk about our own theories and that sort of thing. If you have any news, tips, or cases you want us to look into, please feel free to email us or DM us at Crime Connections. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you for listening.